How Long Gone is here, Sunday, 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 just a couple days after the aftermath of 420. Chris, how you feeling? 420 is still fresh on our minds, you know? It's, it's really funny to experience 420 in a southern college town um, because I was, I was walking solo f- to, from the pinch where I stayed to dinner at this place, Vern's, that was excellent. And the whole time I was being trailed by this group of like goofy college students who were wishing every single person they walked by happy holidays. And they probably thought they're pretty darn clever doing that, right? They were having they were having the time of their fucking lives, dude. They were so high, they were drunk. They were just every single person. They were wishing a happy holidays just to. On, on the way to frisbee golf somewhere. <laughs> dude, was just, I was just like, guys, you have to get tired of this soon. Like it was a 22 minute walk. Like, this is not. <laughs> this wasn't like a little stroll. These guys were wishing happy holidays to grandma checking out of the the, the hotel, mm-hmm. like their fellow college. So it, it, it any anyone was getting the wish. But I mean, I obviously survived 420. Um, as a, as a non-participant, but is your brain still scrambled like the eggs I had for breakfast, or are you <laughs> you kind of go, you good? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I didn't really. It was it was just another day in the life of me. I did not do anything special, 420 wise. I you know I didn't like oh I've been saving this like vintage 2017 <laughs> Keef rolled uh, <laughs> hybrid spliff for just an occasion like babe, that. Was, I didn't have a sideways moment, babe. Tonight. Tonight, though, instead of Parmesan, let's put the keef on the pasta. I think that would be <laughs> sick. Dude. <laughs> and uh, speaking of, thanks to Pure Beauty um, for sending over the marijuana leaf, La Mora Pizzeria, uh, cannabis oil, lemon ricotta herb, za. Yeah. To crunch down on, on my 420 munchie sesh. That was... <laughs> That's where I truly felt like a VIP person, you know what I mean? Like once you kind of raise the ranks on iTunes and Spotify, yeah. you start getting some perks, you know, you start getting recognized <laughs> at Best Buy and like <laughs> quick selfie TT, you know, stuff like that. And it's oh, all I got a good one by the way. I got it's all well one. and good. But then when you're like, damn, it's 4:20 today. It's like 4:20 p.m. Mm-hmm. and it's a Tuesday. And I'm working and I'm kind of stoned. I got the munchies and literally just a nice person shows up at my front door with a hot pizza. Mm. This is making it. You know what I mean? That is that is pretty sick. I mean, that pizza um, with the big pot leaf on it. um, I did see that on several of my favorite influencers feeds. So I was glad to see. I did too. Remember where you saw it first though. My my co-host and, and esteemed friend, them jeans was the first person I saw posted. Of course. Of course. Yeah. And I got the biggest leaf bigger than all you fucking losers. Now the real question is, did you, did you put any of that, uh, cannabis oil into a coffee Starbucks style? To really see oh. how fucked up you could get. This is something I was thinking about. Did you? Did you? You didn't waste it all, did you? No, no, no. I still have it. I mean, I kept the oil, of course, uh, <laughs> but the, the the total the total THC level in the entire one ounce ramekin was like ten milligrams. So you know, that's just that's that's just me getting out of bed in the morning type dosage. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so it's not gonna. Okay, but that's just something I did want to talk about. You trying. 
the you know you guys have probably seen this i don't know if it's every is it in new york or is it just in la for now the the starbucks olive oil coffee? i don't know I, I know it's available in select locations not all of them i'm sure if you i'm sure if you're hitting the starbucks reserve after you wait in line for 45 minutes to get in they will have it for you there yeah but the, just to be just to be just to be clear the, it's it's an iced coffee a hot coffee or, or it's dealer's choice they have multiple offerings they have like a like a hot latte they have a cold brew blast kind of thing like that but um, you can also just order it however you want, and I th because I saw I'm, I'm never the type of person who's going to order like a Starbucks drink with like syrup pumped into it. That's like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's baby mama behavior, and and especially like toffee flavor. It's disgusting. I'm like I'm a grown ass man. I'm not going to put toffee into my fucking lot. No, so that's, I that's I mean, and that's obviously crazy. no shade to any any squirters on a, that was subscribed to the show <laughs> we're pro we're pro squirt obviously yeah we would never shame we would never shame the squirt no, no, community no. squirt and squirt let me be clear squirt is not pee it's its own entity <laughs> and i believe that we uh, should hold I need space four for squirt <laughs> i need i need four pumps bro you know what i'm saying um no that 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 is um God. that's nice of you to kind of to kind of shed light on that but so yeah yeah so so yeah i just i just ordered a latte okay i said give me a tall latte, so that's their smallest offering. Two shots instead of one. Okay. Whole milk. Okay. And and olive oil, straight up. That's it. Okay. And just just quickly, was the barista was the barista taking this in stride? Were they alarmed at the order? Is this no. something you think they'd seen before? My barista, yeah. I I feel like as I feel like Starbucks employees now are just basically like frontline essential workers. So <laughs> it's like it's it like asking your mom like oh like when you're when you're like delivering a baby and like. Some like afterbirth comes out, like does that shock you? And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, yeah, that's true. I've seen people literally order just like the gnarliest shit of all time. You you ordering your latte without toffee syrup is yeah, I guess honestly that's, making I guess that's true. giving me life. But yeah, they're totally fine with it. They're like, all right, cool. If if it's your funeral, you want to order this nasty ass shit, <laughs> yeah, go for yeah. it. I wonder. I wonder what <laughs> happens. I wonder if it's like, uh, you know, if you work at Starbucks long enough, do you do you completely not ingest any of the products or do you do like weird stuff that you f oh. that you like make work for you you know, you know what i'm saying it's like if you work at chipotle right, right right like when people say like oh like if you if you knew what we're doing to this shit at mcdonald's you'd never pull up to the drive-thru again yeah, in your life yeah. i i think that they they're sort of to me it's kind of like smoking it's like you know there are dangers and there are sure, ways sure. you can do it the right way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, it is what it is. And you could choose to drink Starbucks responsibly if you want. Yeah, no, of course. I mean, I just, I think I've told you this before, though. When you know, when the back in the hardcore days, when the homie would work at Starbucks and they would make some concoction, you know, that was mm. that had fifteen ingredients and it was vegan, but 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 it had. I mean, looking back, I'm sure it was twelve hundred calories. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, but it yeah. tasted so good. I feel like I feel like back in the day, they had time to get creative. But now it's a fucking sweatshop, and they just gotta pump up, pump out olive oil lattes for fucking you know middle class guys in the suburbs while they wait in the Tesla. In my neighborhood, it's much. It, there's literally like Starbucks hierarchy going on. Really? Yeah, like there's locations next to schools and like high school kids. Oh, okay. okay after okay. At, like every single day after high school, every single kid goes to Starbucks. There's it, there's like the the Starbucks closest to my the high school by my house. There will be like 100 kids <laughs> wall to wall. It's like a Fred again concert. What a nightmare. Every single day at like at 315 when the bell rings or whatever it is, 
and not a single one of them is drinking coffee. They're just getting like yummy treat. Like they're getting like cookie and strawberry oh, juice. So, you okay, know? so they're not even okay. So they're not blasting cigs and having a fucking black coffee and blasting Elliot Smith on the Beats pill. <laughs> and it, they're they're. They're they're having sugary treat after class to get a little buzz to maybe finish some of that at homework before mom and dad get home. And, and it's also like a social thing. Like if you don't go to Starbucks yeah, after sure, class, then you're like a poor loser, broke hoe. You make me disgusting. Okay. Kind of you know like it's that kind <laughs> okay, of thing. Okay, okay, cool. Because I was just saying to Alex this morning, I was like, when people choose to go to Starbucks in Manhattan. Like that is where they go to get coffee. Right. It really, I really can't wrap my head around it. I mean, in in any any city where people wait in line in a drive through for Starbucks when there's no line inside, that also baffles me. But that's because <laughs> we're a fat, lazy country. Uh-huh, but uh-huh. in New in New in New York, where you literally can get a better coffee at the bodega, I don't understand. I guess is it just the warm hug of of the kind of the the all knowing corporate business? No, it's the fucking app. They get sucked in. They get locked in by the oh, app. You know, it's, it's oh, like, okay. It's like I if I was like, this. oh, Chris, let's go. Let's drive to San Gabriel Valley and go to Panda Express. It's kind of like, what are we doing here, guys? Like, there's there's literally better coffee anywhere. There's literally better orange chicken anywhere on the blog. But some people do want that familiar hug of just what they know and the nostalgia of it. But I really think a lot of it is like the rewards. It's the app. And the app is not so much about like every 10th, frappuccino or i mean sorry every 10th fucking whatever you get then you get like a free pump of vanilla or whatever you it's get about a free points, though, right? caramel cheesecake bite no well it sure i think the illusion is the points but what it really is is like the anti-social element where you don't have to interact yeah. with people you just walk inside take it and then your drink is just sitting there yeah. and like somebody grunts at you I think that's what it really boils down to. I mean, I hate all. I've never used an app to order anything in that way, like ordering something for like pre-ordering and then picking it up. I, I just think that's insane. I, for a coffee, it takes three minutes. Like you're not <laughs> for busy. a coffee, it's we insane for sure. But for but even I mean, at, for even food, at, even it's even it's no, it's sweet green. I want that shit fresh. I want to see what these motherfuckers are doing to my mm. shit. I I, I, ain't, <laughs> I ain't trying to pull up on. I'm not trying to pull up and 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 sift through a hundred salads on a sad. <laughs> On a sad kind of display wall, like I don't. I don't yeah. Not, so you want to go there with your little magnifying glass, and you're at. Exactly. You're talking all through the journey. <laughs> exactly. Just like. Exactly. So that's that's the amount of Zatar breadcrumbs we're gonna do. Okay, interesting. I just think it's funny that I'm looking at the Zatar breadcrumb price, and I don't think you just gave me my money's worth, mm-hmm. sir. And I'd like to. Is there a manager I could speak with? There's a flag on the plate. I go Karen mode if I don't get my Zatar. Uh, Zatar Zatter. I need my Zatter on my salad. <laughs> Uh, no, but I, I think that those I see that happen fairly often when I go to the J. Crew office and I venture down to, to check out what's going on at Brookfield Place, which is like a high end mall where the offices are. And there's literally 50 people in fucking business casual clothing waiting for a salad at Chopped looking like they want to kill themselves. <laughs> and it's like I, so what, what I'm saying is I don't think it's that much faster when it's actually you know what i mean like when it's when it's right i don't i think when it's something when it's busy it's busy they can only do so much so i don't know if it's actually faster so i think that it it proves your theory of i just don't want to talk mm-hmm. to the person making my salad so badly i want to stand and look at my phone for 10 minutes and wait amongst the other yeah uh, i want to watch you know, the guy from barstool sports review pizza in italy yeah. i want to watch fucking fight vids from australia yeah and that's and then and that's it that's my only moment of moment of zen for the day i mean it's it's a dark i mean 
So back to the olive oil. Are you <laughs> is this is this hashtag new addiction or are you good after one pump? No. After one squirt, are you coming back for more or no? <laughs> uh no, no, no. This pussy's close for business. All it took was one pump and I'm and I'm good. But it's one of those things like so many novelty foods in the world where you're like you eat it or you drink it and you're like that was an interesting experiment. Didn't hate it. But I will never, I, I will never crave this, sure. and I will never go back and order another one because there's, you know, like the nutritional benefits of it. Like I'm already eating enough oil as it is every day. Not, not <laughs> see, zero rapeseed going in this fucking temple. Of, co- of course, but you're, my you're bronze your- temple. But yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm literally drink fish oil out of the bottle, liquid fish oil out of the bottle, like a fucking 1942 headshot. Drank mo like I'm Kendricking straight fish oil every single morning. Okay, so you're <laughs> saying you're saying you don't need, but what is, what are supposed to be the benefits of this olive oil and coffee? What what is the what is the is is it flavor? I, I think it's very similar to like the well, it's a little bit of flavor, some rich, complex nuttiness, blah 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 blah. But it's it's not necessarily a, a mouthfeel that the world has <laughs> sure. been yearning for for years because <laughs> Italians have been. <laughs> drinking olive oil and espresso for hundreds of years or whatever if they wanted to do this if it was if the, if this needed to happen it yeah. would have happened already yeah 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 how long gone is brought to you by our dear friends at better help jason better help you know the summer travel season is coming up luckily my better help therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent so for maybe the first half of our sweet sessions, we were spent off, obviously off clock, going through you know hotels, ferries, <laughs> car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me, and uh, yeah, we, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, so uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists. You get one that you really like. You guys are gossiping. You guys are chit-chatting. You guys are talking about your personal interests. Next thing you know, it's time to actually do the work. So it feels good building those uh, mental health relationships with people you actually like. And on BetterHelp, there are so many different therapists to choose from. I don't like anyone. If you're thinking of starting (laughs) therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash how long today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash how long. Nice. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh-oh. And internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step <laughs> to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code HOWLONG, all one word. 
Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got RAF on the nut. <laughs> Dot com promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com promo code how long. Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options, feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Say goodbye to swiping left on lackluster meals and swipe right for the one brand that will make your taste buds swoon. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef design recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, I like to chop myself, or quick microwave meals that are assembled in minutes, Home Chef has you and your entire family covered for delicious meals, witty options per week, and serves a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. I'm keto now. Not only is it convenient, but it is also economical. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. Mamma mia. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering my listeners... Our listeners, 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert faux life at homechef.com slash how long. That's homechef.com slash how long for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash how long must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Uh, but, I, but I think they're kind of riding the coattails of of like the bulletproof coffee okay. movement, okay. putting in some healthy fats inside your body and then... The, the fats, while being consumed with coffee or caffeine, will then sort of prolong and time release the, the caffeine into your system. So it's you don't get the crash, the jittery. Okay. You know, so it's like it, it makes the caffeine more sustainable in your body. Okay. I mean, that that's, I mean, I, I'm sure there's some truth to which that. Is so, it, which is like the opposite of of breaking down an Oxycontin so the time release stops working. It's like you're adding a time release. Which that's is, where I was getting confused. Yeah, that's where I was kind of having a... That was kind of the bottleneck for me. Yeah, nobody like pulls <laughs> into the Starbucks drive-thru and like, oh, man, I just... I, I really need to pick me up to hit slowly over the <laughs> yeah, next yeah, eight next, hours. Yeah, yeah. Like, you I, need I it now, bro. Yeah, the whole point of ordering a 40-ounce iced coffee is so that it fucking <laughs> is in your fucking veins. It's not because it The it coffee tastes- that has a fucking shoulder strap, like, <laughs> yeah, a, Herme- like a Hermes bag. Just like, well, I, I mean, I can't carry it all by myself. My coffee my coffee has a fucking shoulder strap. I got I to gotta sustain. If you got the grip strength for it, then good for you, but I sure uh, don't. I, I wanted to talk about um, a book I read on the plane. It's a trending title right now called Romantic Comedy, and it's by an author named Curtis uh, Sittenfeld, who's written several books. It's the talk of the town? Well, I wouldn't go that far. I've just seen a certain uh, group of of kind of writers and media types discussing on Twitter. I decided to tap in, thanks to my friends over at McNally Jackson, I was able to purchase a copy. (laughs) And... and. Okay. And so it's it's about it, it's kind of it's about a it's clearly based on Saturday Night Live. The show is called The Night Owls, and it's about a a kind of like late thirties like writer woman who is unlucky in love and 
it sees her kind of co-writer at the Night Owls. Basically, she's she's worked at, at Saturday Night Live for a long time, and she sees all these schlubby writer guys marry famous, beautiful actresses or pop stars. You know, okay. and she's like, "This would never happen to a woman." You know, this would just never happen. No man. Double standard. Double standard, which is, which is, you know, she's right. Yeah. Everyone knows all the SNL writers are dating supermodels. (laughs) I mean, I think they, I think, (laughs) well, historically, I think there has been some success over the years. You know what I mean? But I think that this is. I mean, obviously I'm exaggerating more. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Being a funny guy. Yeah. Can go far in life compared to being a funny girl. And that is a double standard that sucks. For me, I'm one of those rare guys that's actually into funny girls. Go ahead, Chris. You had a story. I don't really care about looks, you know, I'm more into like personality and kind of like what's in your heart. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I mean, don't leave your girl around me. I might fuck her out and fall in love with her brain. <laughs> don't don't leave me talking to your chick at a party because if she knows stuff I don't know, I might be trying to hit, honestly. Um, so so then there, there's a show in 2018 where a, a, a male pop star who is clearly based on John Mayer performs on the show. And they're working on scripts together, and they kind of have this moment at the after party. She says something to him about dating models. He kind of gets offended. It's three thirty. He goes home. Mm-hmm. They don't see each other. And then, and then, Jason, we skip ahead. Have you heard of the? Have you heard of this COVID nineteen pandemic? It kind of shut things down, <sighs> bro. That was my writer strike. It was like my immune system went on strike. <laughs> <laughs> okay so she gets so so COVID, millions died COVID happens she retreats to her home hometown of kansas city to live with her stepdad and her stepdad's dog she gets an email from this pop star and they begin a torrid love affair via email he invites her to to his house in la offers to fly her private she she turns it down drives a borrowed kia or whatever across the country gets to his house they make love, obviously. They have this whirlwind thing, and it's it's basically there, there's more to it. But they end up together. They get married. She marries this this really famous John Mayer esque musician, and lives in his nine million dollar house in Topanga Canyon. And she leaves Saturday Night Live, and then and then sells a screenplay. You know, and everything is everything is good. Well, I guess I don't need to read the book now. I mean, it's it's a pretty obvious. It's not like it's a tough <laughs> nut to crack. Well, it it's it's it is a little formulaic because you just described any screenplay of any Tina Fey movie written in the last twenty years. Yeah. you know that's just the the fu- what it, it is. It, it was I couldn't put it down. I have to say, I mean, it's like a beach read vibe. It took you know it took like four hours total. Um, and, oh, yeah. but but the one thing I liked about it, the device that I liked, and I wanted to get your opinion on this is that their courtship is via email during covid and it's in the book it just is emails like it's 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 the emails between them like formatted like emails mm-hmm. and i quite like that to break up the the pattern and kind of make you feel like you were really part of it yes 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 and also i think that's a good device to use your words um i guess you, it could be seen as a little cheaty but it's also like i, I was listening to or Hassan Minaj was on Neil Brennan's podcast and he was talking about how like comedians on text message are like the funniest texters in the world, but you know, nobody has been able to figure out how to sort of like translate that same level mm. of, you know, like Damn, that's interesting. Yeah. The hot takes and things like that. And it, uh, it was kind of interesting. So I'm, I'm feeling like that email device because it's something that we all know and love like we've all written an email that was like kind of funny and we've all taken a risk like should i make this joke or reference exactly like my mom has done that and but my mom has never like written a 15 minute set 
for stand-up before. She's never like sat down yeah. to do some joke writing or script writing or whatever it is. So I think I think it is wise to use that device because it's so, something so familiar to everyone. It's very familiar. And the other the thing only about downside it, is you have to do it really well because otherwise I'm going to be reading the book and being like. Eh, this this ain't it was this ain't moving it was me. pretty good like that part of it was pretty good and and, I, and believable but the thing that I, I liked the most about it was that you saw the time stamps of the emails mm. so so it would be like you would like read it and be like oh wait he's getting a little he's getting a little you know he's he's following up because he hasn't heard from her in whatever 15 hours you know where it was like really fast at the beginning or whatever right um so i thought that part of it was an extra little kind of bonus and maybe maybe the 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 2 27 a.m email is a little more mm. down bad and it's a little more yes exactly, let me let me exactly. get some titty type discourse don't worry don't worry this john mayor this john mayor character uh is is sober during one of his early tours jason during his fame uh his band was climbing a bridge and the drummer fell off and died and he kind of never recovered from that and that did cause him to go to rehab and kind of clean his life okay up. there's a lot of parallel this is also giving a little travis barker airplane accident <laughs> yeah 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 i mean i only say that it's it's john mayer because it's like the song titles and stuff they reference are very like mayor-esque okay you know so do you feel like you're almost too close to this novella <laughs> well i was more like i want to tap in with mayor and see how he feels about it because you know it's it's a little too there's also a part where they claim that no Brewster this pop star was wearing a wig and I would never say that about Mare. Mare's got a beautiful full head of hair. So I just hope <laughs> ahead, that pull part's it. No, yeah. seriously, pull it. <laughs> I hope that part's not ripped from the headlines is all I'm saying. Well, I, I was going to say maybe if maybe we should have this author or authoress on the pod to talk about it, but yeah, we might as well just have John to come on and kind of see what he think about it. The other twist that I, I tweet about because it blew my mind and is so strange and and I don't know, I just the the kind of uh, what they bond over is an indigo girls song <laughs> which is like just so such a choice to me the indigo girls are are underrated i would say like pretty incredible was this written by a man or a woman not to genderize why are you genderizing the indigo girls song is what we call a tell no it's a woman in my gender studies class it's an american woman and she's 47 years old from cincinnati ohio married to a man 47 year old woman from cincinnati this is we're in indigo country sweetheart no, i mean a little bit but indigo country uh, fortunately for me is georgia jason if you didn't know and they probably compost a lot too right <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, they probably do. Yeah. I was just like, this is such a strange reference. And I, I didn't, it was interesting to use Indigo Girls as like a kind of like a male pop star being seen as deep because he likes the Indigo Girls. And that's like surprising. Do, do you know what I, I'm like? Well, I mean, that's not that realistic, but they are good and they have like incredible harmonies and stuff. But I just don't see that as the guy. I don't see that as the bonding moment. Well, if I'm if I'm a 47-year-old female author writing this book about like the nerdy writer who gets the hot musician guy, then yeah, my dream yeah. ideal love interest in my <laughs> yeah, young uh, young adult romantic comedy book is going to also love my favorite song by the Indigo Girls. And that's going to make me squirt. You know what I mean? That's a good point. That's a good so point. So this is this is just, you know, like when we were kids and our moms were reading romance novels, you know, this is the same shit. Yeah, in some ways, for sure. 
I, I don't know why this book in every way. I don't know why this book has taken hold of this like of of people I know. I, I don't know. It's a, I don't get it fully, and I haven't looked into it. I just decided to read it. Okay. I it's so good, honestly. I, I've noticed a lot of trends though in Charleston that I did want to discuss with you and kind of get your opinion on. Let's get into it. Well, first of all, I think the amount of people like I couldn't believe how many people I saw on the street that were carrying more than one pack of hard seltzer at a time. <laughs> like I'm talking every third person had a truly under each arm. Yeah. And this is a weeknight. This is this is every like, do we not see that in New York? But like, why is this Southern or is this I don't understand? Like, why? Where is all this hard seltzer going? Is it like college town vibes or is it just like local town? Yeah, it's, folks? it's college it townies or students. It's it's both. That's what I'm saying. The, the, the truly market has taken over and I get that. But this was definitely like a beer town. And now it's oh, a hard seltzer. People town. don't drink beer anymore, bro. People do not drink beer anymore. Really? I thought Reagan, especially Bud Light. Well, of course not. I mean, that's that's. That's disgusting. But I, 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 I thought. So you're saying that hard seltzer has has definitively killed the classic brewski? Oh, uh, it hasn't killed it, but it's taken a large chunk out of it and it, it disabling it greatly sure. because. Sure. I mean, I'm, I'm obviously you know if you're like a kid and you start drinking at 13, you want to have yummy watermelon, That's strawberry yeah, flavored sure, juice, sure. and not like a complex blend of hops and yeast, you know. <laughs> So and also, I think it takes more time and costs more money to produce beer. So yeah, yeah. Whoever is making this hard seltzer, I mean, it's literally just like animal grade rubbing alcohol mixed <laughs> with just like the same stuff that they flavor like a, Capri Sun yeah. with. You know, it's like no, that's it costs true. nothing it's a, it's to a high make. C, it'd be a juice box level. Mm -hmm. But I just don't. I guess though, I, I guess I just at, when we were younger. I, I didn't really drink beer because I just didn't like it, but like it was cool to drink beer. Like having a Stella in a bottle was like what you did at the bar. It's still cool to drink beer. I agree with you, but I'm telling you, it's it's obviously for some people it is not. Oh like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like I think Sim simple folk, folk that have given up, you know. But even a Southern college bro, it used to be a Miller Light or a Bud Light in a can. Like that was like what was cool, and now it seems like a truly watermelon is what they're reaching for, and that seems like. Um, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to say it, but it seems like that's a masculinity issue. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to go Huberman mode. And but it's because we haven't been passing down our traditions to future generations. Our generation, the generation of millennials who are having kids who are you know old enough to start drinking now, they drop the ball in teaching a man how to be a man and et cetera, et cetera. Bros drinking beers, maybe a little shot of whiskey. Shot in a beer is a. I mean, you know, a, a shot, shot of beer. a shot in a beer is how men should drink. Even though I never drank like that, um, I do think that's how men should drink. And it's just it's it's sad to see these guys pulling up, you know, in the in their in their fucking <laughs> trucks, you know, looking good. Got their got their Under Armour polo, fresh pressed from the dry cleaners. <laughs> The shorts are hitting right at the knee. You know, the chubbies are hitting right at the knee. They got the fucking, they got the flip flops on. They're, they got the hair. The chicks are loving it. And they and they pull out a fucking, a fucking, you know, lemon lime seltzer. It's just, it's crazy. Well, that It's crazy. Now that we're, now that we're exploring this topic, I am seeing a little bit of a through line parallel with what we were talking about with the Starbucks and why, why it's grown in popularity for that stuff. Anything but coffee. It's sort of like coffee is the new, you know, coffee and beer are sort of, uh, parallel in this and people are just drinking Starbucks juice, you know, whatever 
just because it's easier and more familiar uh and, and you know like it's you could go get a nice artisanal beer at, at, at the brewery or you could get a nice yeah. espresso at the nice coffee shop but fuck it <laughs> it's right there it's easy it's cheap Bro, fuck the it. walgreens that's it that's what it boils the down walgreens to. is right across from the park and they have truly and chips so it's like kind of an easy stop everyone likes it no you're right you're right i was just i was just shocked that like in the south especially where to me like drinking beer is like really our culture like that is truly what like what i think of especially like a college age bro and these guys just fucking mm -hmm. double fisting these seltzer you know pineapple seltzer was was blowing my fucking mind my gourd was wide open well let's let's get out of the south and back into our sweet spot of uh of liberal media blue checks are gone on twitter now and uh, it, I, I had a, it was a really fun game this week to see uh, who could have their blue check taken away without tweeting about it. Thank you. I would like to first of all thank my family and friends for their support. Um, and I was able, to, <laughs> I was able to make it through this week without talking about uh, my blue check disappearing. And I just want to say on the record, <laughs> right now to you, Jason, my friend and co-host. There's nothing less cool to talk about than Elon and the blue chip. They took my it's 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 so deeply unfunny and not I, I don't understand. I haven't seen one good thing about it. And by good, I mean funny. Yeah, to me, to me, the blue check being taken away was sort of just like fuel for the fire of people who have to reply to things and react to things online. You know, it, it's the same scenario as you know, it's ice cream day, so now I know what yeah. to take a photo of on TikTok or whatever. It's the same thing like, oh, now this happened and I need to figure out what my take is going to be. And it's the same thing as like, you know, when like uh, when we were getting stimulus checks, it would be on the news and the newspapers and TV and every website and just like the stimulus check uh, is over now and we're not getting the stimulus check anymore. You're like, okay, that's all news, and we all understand that. And people still go on Twitter and being like, damn, <laughs> uh, I just got my last stimulus check. Yeah. Any Anytime people report the news on Twitter with no anything, yeah. they're just they're just saying yeah. it like, oh, wait, is it the real me? <laughs> like, dude, <laughs> yes, it's the real you. You worked at fucking GQ for a week in 2009 and somebody gave you a fucking blue <laughs> check and you have 300 followers. Go fuck yourself. It's not fun. It's just not funny. It's not funny. And it's also like, I mean, I do think it's funny that Elon's paying for people's to like piss them off. That's fucking funny. Like him paying $8 a month for LeBron is really funny. <laughs> Um, and, and Stephen King, is it the, the two, I think he's paying for LeBron and Stephen King. Those are the two, which is very funny. Um, but people just think that I, I just don't understand. I, I don't understand. Um, I guess like, I guess part of it maybe is that he's like, he's like stopped and started so many times with this and this was supposed to happen and it right. hasn't happened. So I think that that made it even worse as far as the amount of discussion about it goes. Yeah, his his feet his feet were on the fire a little bit. This with the with the BuzzFeed uh, BuzzFeed News shuddering has triggered. There's Kyle, uh, our, our former guest Kyle Cheka, who wrote writes for the New Yorker, wrote a good story about it. But it's kind of like it, it feels like the end of social media in some ways. 
Um, and I think that like I never, I mean, we both lived through the BuzzFeed boom of like, take a quiz, you know, and how big that was. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that doesn't feel like social media, but it is at the same time because it was meant to be shared. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? Need, I need my aunt on Facebook to know which Game of Thrones character I am. Exactly. And so now I think then this Twitter thing, obviously people have said Twitter's dying for the last year. Nothing really changes. People try to go to these fake startup Twitters that are invite only. Nothing's going to catch on. And it's just we're going to ride this thing until it dies. And that's what's going to happen. And I personally don't think it'll actually ever go away or really change that much. Um, because mm-hmm. th- this, I mean, this, the blue check thing doesn't actually matter. It doesn't actually change how the site functions or anything. Yeah. You know? It doesn't matter. Um, I mean, Twitter definitely has gotten worse. And, you know, that's everyone's fault. I actually disagree. But <laughs> go, sure, go ahead. Or you're, you're saying it hasn't gotten worse. I think it's actually gotten better. Oh, okay. I think it's, I think it's more, I think, I think because people think that it's over. They care less, and people are saying, "Why?" I think Twitter either needs to become that, or it needs to become like literally like a government, like federal utility. Like yeah, it's such yeah, a yeah. powerful, <laughs> important tool in my life. Like it's where everyone, you know, this what everyone says. It's the it's the the coffee shop of the world. It's the meeting place of the world digitally. It's 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 the metaverse. The heartbeat of America is what I would say, but sure. Yeah, I see where you're yeah, going. It's it's the text based metaverse. It's just where everyone goes for everything. And and it really is that powerful. And and for that reason, it should get some type of government bailout. But the problem is, you know, you can't have like no one's gonna want to use Twitter if it's like a, a regulated government website. Yeah, if it turns in if that's it, crazy yeah. and obviously Elon's ruining it, but we need I think we're going to be able to learn from our mistakes and like any good platform like this or any good, you know, website or anything like this, like there is a life cycle to it. And at some point you do have to crash the plane or Elon does have to do that. Like at a certain point, we got to be like, all right, we had a good run, but we have to like stop Twitter and start a new one and like assemble a good team of people that will run it. The right way and, and that'll be the future of politics it's like i don't need a city congressperson i don't need a state comptroller who's going to be able to run my twitter and instagram uh that's who i'm going to vote for it's it's going to be like that no i think it's going to be no i think it's i think i think mm, i mean i think you're right except that i think twitter is more about function than it is anything else like it serves more of a purpose than the other ones kind of yeah like it doesn't like because of the way it disseminates inf- information it's like more valuable to a wider swath of people than like instagram where you just get to see like oh, yeah. titties and cool basketball shots you know um but i think that the i think that the but what i'm but what i'm saying is i think that the the like people are more bought in on it because it serves more of a purpose so i think it will survive longer but the thing the argument that's being made or not the argument but like the the line of discussion about what the future is 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 like unfortunately it's like discord and kind of these smaller yeah. communities where people have people have like more in common basically up front it's not like everyone is there it's like you you have to be you not have to be invited necessarily but it's like obviously a small group that is interested in certain things which is fine but that's obviously less funny to me because it'll just be a bunch of nerds talking about you know what they want to i don't know i'm not interested in being in a in a in a group of 100 people talking about what's going on in the media that's not interesting it's the fact that it's like i can see things from people i have nothing in common with that make me laugh is the only reason <laughs> to use twitter i i think there i think there's benefit to both even though i don't yeah, use definitely, definitely. discord or any of that stuff as well but I think there's is to me it's like you like Discord is a store and Twitter is the mall and like 
Yeah. You can hang out inside the skate shop with all of your cool friends and talk about like-minded stuff, but that's just your little world and you also need to be able to go out and, and socialize with everyone in the world. The whole mall, you got to go buy Wetzel's, get some hose, whatever it is. Or else you're just going to be the weird guy who hangs out in the video store or whatever, you know? No, it's like, yeah, I'd much rather sit. I'd much rather sit in the food court and watch the world pass me by. They must be pumping that smell in here. It smells so good. Yeah, but I no, you make a good point. That's a good comparison. But I, I just don't think any. I mean, the thing is, this is this is. I feel like this debate is had every three months, you know, and nothing actually changes that much. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that things like Discord are just too dorky for most people. Like the way it looks, even it, it's not the idea isn't dorky. The idea is basically like yeah. re-engineering the chat room of like the AOL. That you know what I mean? It's really the same idea, but but I, I I think that the way it looks and the way it functions is just like it's it's too MS DOS like Web 1.0. For people like yeah. Twitter is kind of is simple, but it doesn't look like shit. But that's an aesthetic that a lot of people like. I mean, obviously you're not Definitely. one of them, but no, no, I think a lot of people like it. But a lot of people that we know, not like a lot of people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like not like a general. Right. Like right, I don't think right. the gen the the general population is into that, or or even understand. It makes it feel harder to use before you even start, which I think sure. could turn people off. Sure, sure, sure. Well, hopefully, we'll be able to live the rest of our lives without having to. I mean, look, dude, figure out Discord. God's plan. I mean, you know, we can only hope. Uh, I, I, you know, I've used it. I use it. Like that's how Jay likes to communicate. Um, and it's, I get it as a Slack replacement, kind of, because it's like a little. It's just like I get that use of it. I do not get the use of it as like this is where I go hang out with my boys. Like this isn't going to replace the bar. This is where I go upload all of my classified government documents. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's more what I use it for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I kind of think of it as more of a government document area than anything else. Yeah, I mean, once once you have this cool techie website where it looks like you're logging on to a Minority Report database and you're doing cool yeah. g gamer stuff, and once that's been co-opted by like incel nazis who are posting like south park memes with you know it's like we're done we're done here we're done i um i wanted to talk about um uh little uzi vert's uh recent name change i don't know if you've seen this i did not know that yeah he's going by leslie chow now <laughs> <laughs> are you not, serious yeah i'm dead serious he's he's signing his post leslie chow and kind of speaking in the third person as leslie um so i just wanted to kind of put some respect on that and let's not let's let's refer to uzi as leslie from now on this is his choice and i want to support him um you know i want to support him man i gotta say <laughs> lil lil wayne really qualled so so leslie could, <laughs> could walk in those tom brown heels i think uh a lot of I me mean, i'm only saying that because two rap geniuses mm -hmm who have clearly smoked themselves retarded and there's there's like this special fine line like like Lil Wayne had it where where he when he was recording the greatest rapping of all time you know a lot of people would agree with that some people would argue that but yeah. many respected people said like you know Lil Wayne in his prime that's that's kind of as good as it's gotten for the human the human being and I want to understand to rap. I want to understand his prime is like a milli six foot seven foot is kind of his prime like especially <sighs> commercially or are we talking about because that's what I consider just because of how big it was like globally and commercially like I'm sure we could get into the nuance of like 
mixtape shit, but obviously I don't care about that, obviously. Yeah, I mean I I, I guess like Carter two era two thousand like but like between two thousand five and two thousand eight or something like that. Um, where where he was just releasing like a new mixtape every month and he would get the instrumentals for every hot song, every like Southern snap song. Yeah, yeah. And he would just absolutely black out. It was right before things go dark. Like, you know this with, with drug use. Like, you find this sweet, amazing spot where you're just so high. You're in a good mood. The creativity is... yeah gushing like a fire hose and you're saying things that a, a sane sober mind could never create <laughs> and this fire burns in this amazing way for a, a brief amount of time and then you inevitably stop abusing drugs and you go back to sort of your normal human being self or you just literally smoke yourself into like a yeah, rotten yeah, crab a apple where like yeah. we've we've passed it but at least you touched it like you, you, you got to touch the hundred foot wave. Yeah, he's probably one. But at of a certain the, point, you got to hang it up. No, he's one of the greatest drug users of all time. When it comes to that, mm. like I mean, I would. And say- I think I think Uzi is there right now. He's getting in that zone. He's he's invincible. He's living. He's living like the he's the most interesting human being right now. Yeah, but he doesn't rapper have any, or but not. The, my problem with him is he doesn't have any songs. Like Lil Wayne had fucking hits. Like little little Wayne had the entire world singing like everyone we've ever met and ever talked to knows the words to a millie yeah like most people can't even name a little uzi vert song <laughs> uh i think i think young people can and you know people love people love him he, like he's he, like he like rolling loud he's he's playing last that's just what it is you know i mean i love him i love him too i love him too i don't need i don't need songs from him because he's actually interesting and also it, it really is with the youth youth like you you see videos where it's like yeah sure like you're right like you're the right. toy story cast dancing to i just want to rock <laughs> like that and it's just like five-year-olds just literally you know like when you'd see like the wiggles or barney or whatever they're just like gouging their eyes out with a fucking soup spoon like this is fucking nirvana what the fuck bro this is so fucking sick yeah and just looking at him he's he should be studied he should be preserved and studied i hope i hope he gets to live forever no i mean i think he i mean i hope he gets to live forever too that's a great way to put it (laughs) yeah that's that's the that's yeah that's gonna look that's gonna be great for all of us to watch but yeah leslie chow let's put some respect on on his name and I, I kind of like it. I think it has a nice ring to it. It feels it feels kind of like old school. It feels respectable. I don't know. I like it. I love when a man's named Leslie. I think that's like kind of like a kind of forgotten forgotten name. I think he's I think he's gathering a little Lucy Lou in her prime as well. <laughs> you know, maybe honestly, Lucy Lou Kill Bill Volume Two was uh, two thousand four. A year before the Carter Two drop, there's that going on. I think he's mixing like a like a twenty year old Lucy Liu with like a modern day Kiko in terms of what uh, what aesthetic style he's going for. Is he dressing? Okay. Any, I mean, he's dressing insanely as well, right? I mean, dude, he, I mean, he dresses. When is he not dressed insane? I think he. But I mean, I mean he's, he's, cra- he's turned up the gas even more. You know? Yes, he's turned up. I mean, I think that the. I think once he started getting those like facial piercing under the skin things that's when i feel like he yeah. lost the plot a little bit for okay, me okay so i'm on his instagram it says lil uzi vert they them leslie chow and then the emoji of like 
the disco dancing guy. Yeah, okay. And then his avatar photo is just a picture of Grimes. <laughs> this this honestly sounds like TJ Bate across the board. This whole thing sounds like it was engineered for you. And then he's in, he posted, it looks like he's in Japan or somewhere in Asia. And the caption says, I didn't come here to be a model. I came here to get money. Fuck looking good. I look rich. It is what it is. Leslie Chow. <laughs> <laughs> How could you not love that? That's the coolest thing anybody's ever said. I, 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 <laughs> damn that's my okay so that's my whole motto for tour that's what i'm that's kind of what we need to we need to print have tim print that out and post it up backstage every night so i can like tap it before we walk out on stage <laughs> there's this photo of him in thailand where i'll send it to you he's he's you know um light speed champion like dev yes. hines is yeah like of course for, like when when dev hines was in his indie sleaze mode that was dev hound's best output light speed champion if you haven't heard that album go listen to it but he i mean he just he looks he looks like just like a nerdy girl you know i guess he's he's leslie chowing but just breathtaking and then he's got the hot pink dude, he's, chrome dude the, dude the hair is so sick pink nails he's the got hair, like a helmet fucking... he's got like a mike and mccora man's <laughs> helmet cut with pink tips this guy is fucking absolutely losing it. <laughs> and the, the caption is Leslie was in Thailand. <laughs> like what a gift. I don't understand though. Like the third person, it's, it's very confusing. Like you can't, if you're going to change your pronouns, I get it. I, I respect it. But then also the third person, I just don't even know what to call you anymore. When you start speaking in third person, Leslie, if you're listening, just send, let us know how to address you. I don't want to ruffle any of your Leslie. Leslie your is one of the feathered hair. Les Leslie is one of the sweetest, coolest celebrities I've ever met, I have to say. <laughs> I bet. Absolute legend. Absolute legend. Like, really, really has it all, and I think that's why fame will continue, even with no songs, because because people want to be around. That's the key. No songs necessary. No songs necessary. And, and His presence is the presence. That's that's very true, Jason. Thank we you. Are, Thank we you are balls deep in Coachella week two, much more of a, a fizzle than a, than a dab. Um I, we were reading that they were scrambling to find a way to repurpose Frank the Tank's makeshift ice skating rink because it cost millions of dollars to build. Yeah, and that was that was something that caught my eye. Like I, I know it costs a lot of money to do stuff like that, but like millions of dollars. Like I, I, I know some meth head contractors that'll get it done for like four bands plus fucking <laughs> plus plus. You know, I think <laughs> plus a couple six packs of Modelo. They don't drink seltzer. Hard in the cigs, monsters. I think it's I think it's more about the refrigeration and what it yeah, yeah yeah what it takes to keep the chilling technology keep it cold yeah. you know what i mean obviously water is very inexpensive in relation to um, you know, i would love to see blink 182 on ice as much as you but i don't think that was really gonna i don't think that's really the best idea yeah i, I feel like if i was bjork's manager i'd be like bro i'll take i'll take I'll, we'll we'll freak the ice ring you already know that you know? <laughs> yeah we'll figure we'll figure it out bjork comes in on the zamboni it's over the crowd goes crazy yeah i don't think that i, I have to say watching this Watching the world turn on Frank Ocean has been obviously gratifying for me, a known hater. Mm -hmm. But also the way people are defending him, being like he doesn't owe you shit, which I kind of um, I have to politely disagree. He does kind of contractually owe us shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you if you pay for a ticket and he's the headliner of the show, he's supposed to perform. You know, like he's supposed to yeah. perform up to a certain standard. And I, I understand that he don't owe you shit. He's an artist kind of attitude. But if that's the case, then he should be giving his music away for free on fucking SoundCloud. 
that ain't where we're at. You know, you know right. what I mean? Like this is this is a bigger bigger issue than that. But I think that the I think that the Blink One Two Fred again, you know, thing. But apparently he didn't get paid for Weekend Two at all. Who Frank? Frank the Tank didn't get paid for Weekend Two, which is the the kill fee got killed. Which is, I mean, I I'm proud of our friends at Golden Voice for standing their ground. Yeah, because he don't deserve a fucking penny. Like if you cancel after the tickets are sold, you're just a fucking dickhead. I'm I'm proud of our Golden Voice family for standing tall and using their accountants to figure out why frank actually owes them money not the other way around exactly yeah exactly <laughs> well i also i also want to be very clear if you believe that he actually broke his ankle you're an idiot <laughs> and you are lying to yourself this man is 100 percent healthy he's embarrassed because he didn't do what he was supposed to do and he didn't want to he didn't want to do it again and you can you can say whatever you want but that man did not break his ankle <laughs> there's no way uh, <laughs> there's no way his ankle ain't broken. His I, ankle I, ain't what broken. I, I was thinking about a little bit why people seem to be so frustrated. I mean, obviously, I, we know why people are frustrated, but why people are having a hard time and like writing opinion think pieces about it and having their like nuanced takes about yeah yeah uh, you know a singer canceling a show. Um, I think it's because he's sort of living that fuck you rock star lifestyle, but in pure silence like we want yeah so many of our favorite rock stars of the world of the years have done this but you're doing it with panache with swagger with sauce yeah you're not yeah, yeah. going in silence mode you know what i mean and that's where people start to speculate yeah they get angry where we want the press conference where axel rose is like suck my fucking dick i don't fucking care and and the fans are like classic axel fucking love it baby love it or like morrissey yeah, is just like exactly it only yeah, sells it only sells more or like records. oh i don't it oh it smells like records. corn dogs i'm canceling the show <laughs> it's too cold you know real morrissey fans <laughs> are gonna be like i can't really hate love like it. that's we this is what we knew was going to happen like that's our guy frank gonna frank at the end of the day that's our guy. the that's problem is he's not he's not giving us any of that personality any of the reasoning why any of that like you know rock star lifestyle you know like liam gallagher press conference type shit where it's like you can all fuck off no you know no. and he's just being silent so there's nothing there's nothing good or bad for anyone to latch on to i think we've all known that frank ocean hates his fans and that i respect him for that mm -hmm. but but you you gotta you gotta you gotta play ball when it comes to like playing for an hour and a half for five million bucks like you don't have you know you ain't doing meet and greets we're not no one's asking you to sign merch you know what i mean it's like bro you're literally this is the bare minimum if you're a, if you're a professional musician the bare minimum is playing a show the bare minimum mm -hmm. is, is playing a show like you got to do that yeah like, and you if gotta, you're like, an r&b pop rapper any type of person like that at coachella or even blink One Eight Two, like we all know that you're going to use auto-tune you're going to use backing tracks like we're way beyond giving a fuck about that. Like I'm watching Ray Schremer and he's not holding the microphone up to his face <laughs> and no, and the, all the lyrics are happening, but he's running around. He's jumping up and down. He's saying thank you to the crowd. He's getting everybody in, you know, he's, he's burning calories and that's all we care about. Yeah, no, that's all we care. I mean, I think that like, yeah, you, you, the, the minimal amount of effort it requires nowadays is, is so staggering and him not being able to meet that minimum for a, an exorbitant amount of money is just like you your ego is too big like there's no other there's there's really no other way to cut the cake like there's nothing else that could that could be the problem here i mean unless you know i i want to hope 
the the one percent chance, or I mean, I guess the negative zero point one percent chance that he's doing uh, he's doing an Eric Andre style performance art thing yeah and in three months he's gonna announce the vegas residency that he's gonna yeah. just kill it at you know what i mean just he's gonna do a full u-turn when i think of frank ocean i think of humor you know i think of guys that are funny you know he's really he's really known for killing it with the jokes well, you know he's he's an adjacent member of the pranksters known as odd future that's golf wang so that's, that's a good point i always forget that he's golf he's a wang little bit OG. of a merry prankster himself that's true that, that's a good point it's interesting to watch though how he's like he was so beloved and considered this genius and Tyler, Tyler, the creator who was more the fun loving kind of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just not like the total opposite vibe has now become a, a superstar. I mean, yeah. he's a fucking superstar and he shows up and he plays the game and he's good at it. And he does it on his own terms. And I, you know, it's impressive to me. Yeah. Like, I think that, I think that that is the way to play this versus being the like reclusive damaged guy when you're probably just like, rich and a little bit sad because fame is a prison you know it's, mm-hmm. it's not really like it's tough it's tough but it's funny to watch <laughs> the, the the both of those guys become so fucking famous um in in different ways uh and mm-hmm. kind of how they've handled how they've handled yeah it, man you know? i mean you know mental health is a is a serious thing at the end of the day and you know a lot of people are not built for the you know fame in 2023 it's really really fucking tough but i feel i want frank ocean to like go to post malone's ranch in utah or whatever and just spend a month with him you know when you hear like like mike myers went to go stay with the the super mensch guy in hawaii and just kind of dry out after his mom died or whatever like he needs to frank needs to go to post malone's house they just shotgun bud lights and like shoot stuff Mm -hmm. and just make music and just you know put a smile back on the face posty knows how to do it and then we'll be back in the saddle again. Yeah, he can. I mean, he can fly some fellas out there. You know what I mean? He can make it a little. You can make a weekend out of it and get some <laughs> twinks at the pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's no big deal. Got, I'm sure. I'm sure Posty has a his and hers hot tub. Oh yeah, no, he keeps it. He keeps church and state separate. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, um, I wanted to give a quick shout out to the um, the gym in Charleston, Jason, because it blew my fucking third eye open. Okay. I'm ready. Ethos Athletic Club was the, is nicer than any gym I've been to in New York or L.A. And I was just really impressed with the whole operation. It really made me feel great. And I, I, I don't know. I, I just like... Ethos. Yeah, Ethos. It's huge. It's just like an airplane hangar. They have everything. It, it, was, it was truly incredible. Okay, she's impressed. And the weights were, of course, how long gone themed, which was accidental. Um, but there was the the plates were green and blue. Some blue and green rogue plates. That I did I did put up a, a PR on the on the trap bar deadlift. Uh, thanks to the I think that pushed me over the edge. Trap bar deadlift. What are, what are we hitting there? We were at what were we at? We were at it was two forty five two forty fives and a twenty five on each side. Um, so I don't really know the huh? the trap bar. That's the one where it's like kind of like you stand inside of it and it goes around. You stand, yeah, yeah. You stand inside of it and then you, yeah. So, but you do, you know, you do set like the set. It's ten six eight, or excuse me, ten eight six four two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, are the set are the sets? Thanks to Hunter's programming, it's nothing to stay in shape on the road. And Jason. then as we're going down in reps, we're going up in weight. I hope, right? Exactly. Yeah exactly exactly so you know and and i was feeling powerful um i was feeling powerful and i think the the blue and green put me over the edge and also you know being in a new gym really lights a fire under my fanny um to kind of just you know i see all these buff southern guys and fucking you know mesh hats and shit and i'm like all right bitch like i can do this too Mm -hmm. yeah you you have you this is a little show and prove you walk in yeah with all your little fruit 
fruity tattoos and they're like, who's this southern sissy coming to put up some weight? And then you said, we're going to get after it. By the end, by the end, they were showing me the guns in their glove boxes and calling me Bubba, just how God intended. <laughs> it, was no, it was no problem. It was no problem to make some new friends down Me down and it. some of the guys were going to get, get canes afterwards. <laughs> Yeah. Dirty bolt. I told I told I was talking to Sam Jane. I was like, I'm actually driving from Savannah to Charleston today. And he was like, That's a Zaxby's ass road trip. And I was like, damn. <laughs> and I was like, damn, that's really funny. I always forget that Sam's like southern adjacent and can make a Zaxby's joke. Damn. What what is what do you order at Zaxby's? I've never been there. Um, but I believe it's a I believe it's like a, a Chick-fil-A competitor, but it's a strip instead of a nugget. So I guess it's more of a Cane's competitor, really. Yeah, you got um you got chicken fingers, you got fried pickles. I believe they have a I believe they have a Texas toast option available, oh, which yeah, I feel like baby. is I feel like it's something that is kind of underappreciated at a lot of these. At a lot they of also these. have fried cheddar bites. Damn, that's the so they got the they got the redneck <laughs> mozzarella stick. No, and then they got the they got the hood chick fried mushrooms. I'm doing it healthy. <laughs> I'm keeping it healthy. These mushrooms are low-key good. Can, can you imagine rolling up rolling up to Zaxby's and ordering some fried mushrooms with the waist trainer on? Just being like, I'm keeping it light. Sweet tea. Not not too sweet. Not too sweet. Not not too sweet. Not too sweet. That's really, yeah. I've never been to a Zaxby's, but I remember Extra when- Extra mayo in the club. I remember when Zaxby's like- came into town in atlanta and it was like a big it kind of was a, a, a shift in the culture when zaxby's touchdown it's like canes didn't they open a canes in like west hollywood yeah burbank no they opened one in new york that's what it is cat marnell's been reporting they're opening a, a canes like in manhattan <sighs> damn bro this is huge for me i know i know this is jason's looking at delta.com well, i'll right be now. um i'll be down uh, in atlanta in a few weeks for our live show there on may 10th i will be eating some southern southern bits so we will bop over to zaxby's for a, a zaxby's haul and for two drink sweet tea. we're going on tour you guys already know we're doing a few shows in the us of a um tickets are are i mean there's a few left i think in philadelphia chicago yeah my beautiful hometown of atlanta georgia um london's basically gone uh in august uh but there's, there might be a few left for that too come see us the merch is done we're going to be putting that for sale the day the tour launches so you people that live in um, real cities, nice cities, you people will be able to purchase that online. Uh, it's going to be a couple colorways. I had a couple new shirts um, designed by Sam Jane yet again. Um, we'll put that up, and then I think that's it, Jason. We're, I'm ready to hit. The, I'm ready to hit the road. Though. I'm excited. I, I think too. we're going to really. We're going to Vegas this week to work at work everything out. We we got big plans in Atlanta that we we're just going to keep secret until we do them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, I'm I'm very excited to go to Vegas this week. Sit down, whiteboard, and in blue sky, our our brand new hour, really cranking it out as a at a Louis C.K. speed. Uh, and we're excited to to come uh, come to your city and uh, press the flesh, have some jokes, mm -hmm. get a little silly. I might even have one drink. Who knows? Jason's getting twisted as hell, and I I think that if he doesn't, we're gonna have some conversations at the Holiday Inn Express. Um, all right. Uh, <laughs> how long gone? Thank you guys for listening so much. Uh, get your tickets. Howlonggone.com. Um, we will be back uh, with more podcasts next week um we got some good stuff lined up actually next week i'm looking forward to it yeah we have a uh, we have a, a legendary comedian mm -hmm. coming up this week a guy who i've seen do stand up i mean probably at least over 20 years ago probably wow okay and Legend also i want to give a, a shout out to um all our boxing heads last night the guy uh 
Gervonta Davis won the big fight wearing human-made trunks. Um, so I know that's got David. Ch- Is that the Pharrell shit? Uh, I know that's got David Cho excited. That's the Nego. Yeah, that's the Nego shit. So everybody, Nego uh, and and Pharrell. So I know all my heads are happy. David Cho, our friend, C H O, not David C H O E from Netflix's Beef. Yeah, which I of course haven't. We do not associate with that demon. I haven't. I, I mean, I've seen his art, and that's enough to not watch the show. How long gone? <laughs> Um, thank you guys. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Jason, enjoy your Sunday. I know you got hella chores on decky. Yeah, I, I literally had a, a, a water. My my spigot where my hose comes out of the wall in the backyard, it just cracked, gushing water out. I had to shut the water off, somehow get the old rusted shit broken off there, Damn. capped it up at Home Depot. I was, I was really feeling proud of myself. So you did and then you fixed I, it? Went straight to a sporty and rich tennis event in the Mulholland Club. So it was a real a high, fire and ice day for it's me. It's a high low day. Jason was able to get a free smoothie, so it was worth the forty five minute drive over there. I'm sure. After that smoothie, I didn't even need lunch, y'all. It's so crazy. I love protein powder. <laughs> All right, how long gone? Uh, thank you for listening, uh, Jason. Get to your chores. I'm gonna go stroll, get a get a fourth wave coffee, um, and I will. Uh, I'll talk to you next week. Savannah Strong, later, Chief. <laughs> That's my poor name.